Hey, welcome to Fast Forward Your Entrepreneur Journey with me, Abby Yong. Every week, we share with you how you are able to reach your next level, impact your life and for others, and break out of your comfort zone, and scale your business to fast forward in your entrepreneur journey. Stay tuned. Hey, Fast Forward. So today we have a guest. So her name is Terry Tolkien. So... Uh, Terry is an international best-selling author, ghostwriter, facilitator, and coach based in Busbin, Australia. I'm not sure if I pronounce it right. So, welcome, Terry. Brisbane. <laughs> oh, Brisbane, Australia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hi, Terry. How are you today? I'm well, thanks, Abby, and thanks for having me on your podcast. Much yeah. appreciated. Happy to have you on, and um, maybe you want to share a little bit more about yourself a little bit more for our audience yeah to get to know you better for sure um yeah based in brisbane in queensland australia um similar weather to to singapore i guess in that um we have a hot and humid summer we don't have a very cold winter but uh, sometimes the temperatures do get down a little bit i'm married i have two adult children and five gorgeous grandchildren um, and uh, they're my life. I, I love my grandies. They're gorgeous. And, um, yeah, I've had a, a varied life as far as employment opportunities. I've served in the Australian Defence Force. I've done retail. I've done, uh, I worked in the banking industry for almost 14 years. I worked in a youth transition program for five years then I had 10 years in the Australian government service, the public service, and then from there I went back to study and I started my own business, which was a coaching business called Connect Within. And sadly I lost my mum along the way, so I sort of stepped back from business for a while and uh, writing opportunities came my way. So I actually started my writing journey back in 2018 and I wrote my own book, was my memoir, and that was I wrote that as a legacy for my children and my grandchildren and I wanted to make sure my mum got to read it before she became too unwell and gladly uh, that was achieved. So that was good. And then after that uh, I was invited to be a contributing author to a compilation book called Business Worries. And then the next year I had two more opportunities and then two more opportunities. And I was also invited to write a monthly little uh, piece in an online magazine called Disruptive Authors. And then this year I've had four book launches in the last two weeks and I've got one more to come. So... I think I've found my passion. It's writing. And towards the end of last year, I decided to offer that service to others and I became a ghostwriter. So I've had a couple of clients where I've been writing. One manuscript is completed and it's about to go to publishing as we speak. I have another client who I'm working on their manuscript and I'm in conversations with two other people about their manuscript, three other people actually, about their manuscripts. So I write the manuscript and then it's up to them as to how they publish. They can do it independently. Um, 
self-publish or they can take it to a traditional publisher. I'm just writing in the script. So, yeah, I've had a, quite a varied life and I've been very fortunate. My husband was also in the Defence Forces, so we've lived um, from Darwin, Brisbane, Newcastle, rural uh, New South Wales and in Melbourne. So we've lived around Australia a little bit as well. Yeah. Oh, what a fun journey. So how... Yeah. I'm not sure why do people hire ghostwriters? Do you have any idea like why do they hire ghostwriters? A lot of people have... Most people have a story to tell. A lot of people feel that they don't have the confidence. A lot of people feel that they don't have the time. They... Depending on their topic, it may be a trauma trigger for them as with a couple of my clients, they're survivors of domestic and family violence. To write their story would have been very, very difficult, whereas they could tell me their story, I put it together and I'm not, I don't have the emotional attachment to it, I don't have the emotional triggers caused by what has happened and I'm able to write it in their voice because I work with them along the way. So generally it's it's either confidence or no confidence, no time, or there may be a trauma trigger in the process. Okay, okay. I understand the part when you say the trauma overcome like certain situation that they want to share their story but they they don't want to go through the same emotion again. So they tell the story to you, that's, then you help them express the words for them. Yes, that's correct. Okay. One client was, she would literally do a brain dump, what she used to call a brain dump. And I would get a couple of pages of information and it would be scattered and I would pull it all back. So rather than her reliving day after day after day, it was whatever memory came she dropped it onto an email and sent it to me and then it was gone. And she was, I, I said to her at the same, while we were doing this process, I said, please make sure that you have covered all your legal bases because if there's any ramifications, it comes back on her. And she was also working with her therapist. And by actually being able to express it to me, it was actually helping her in her therapy as well. So it, it was a win-win for everybody. And another client, um, she'll write out a chapter and she'll send it to me and go, can you fix this up? So it's a bit of a combination. Um, you know, the potential clients that I've got, one is a psychologist, so she's very academic and she wants a conversational story and she's been doing academic writing for so long. So it's it's meeting the need of the person who wants to share the story. Wow. I see another meaning of a ghostwriter. Like, I'm thinking, like, in my mind, I'm thinking, like, people are lazy or no time. Why do they just need to hire a ghostwriter? After your, your explanation, then mm-hmm. I really understand, like, oh, people, maybe they have something that they go through before that they cannot write it down, but they want to share their story also. Yeah, it could be somebody who is a, a very high-level entrepreneur, businessman, uh, you know, and they just don't have 
the time, but they've all got a story to share. And if they can spend an hour with a ghostwriter once a week, it's an hour out of their day rather than sitting there trying to get the structure, trying to get it all together because for them, writing their story may take a long, long time. My clients work with me for a period of between four and six months. If it, my first client, we finished in just over two months. It was less than three months because we, we just gelled. We worked really well together. The one I'm working on, the manuscript I'm working on at the moment, it will take the six months. She has a business, she's got family, she's got grandchildren, and therein comes the time again. It's that time factor. So having me write it for her frees her up to do whatever else she wants to do. Yes. Actually, uh, I saw the Facebook Live with you, Jema, David, and Trees, right? Then I also heard that you say, if you can just um, write, I, I forget, how many words, 500 words a day? And you will become 500 a words. 500 words. Yeah. A day. For 30 days. Yeah. It's a 15,000 word book. Yes. That's like interesting because people think that, oh my God, if to write a book is there's so much trouble, like there's so much time involved, there's so many things to do. So after you break it down, like yeah. break it down, then it feels like it's easier now. Like, because people at some think their mind always work on the the like always think the bad the bad way. The, I mean our human mind always like to find the worst case scenario. <laughs> so after you break it down, then you're like, eh, human actually, <laughs> yeah, human nature. After you break it down, it's like, eh, it's doable. Everyone is able to do it. Just write. Maybe if you can't write 500 words a day, maybe just write 100 words a day or one sentences a day. For 30 days, you will see results. Maybe you get one chapter yeah. done. Yeah. When so- I wrote my first book, I was working with a mentor at the time and I was in the mentoring program. It was a 90-day program. And for the first 30 days, we didn't write a word. And then on the second month, we were able to start writing. And her, that was one of her mentors, 500 words a day is 15,000 words you know, after 30 days. And I actually wrote my book, the physical writing of it. I think it took me 23 days because each day I would keep a record of how many words I wrote. There were some days I didn't write. But in that 23, 25 days, I wrote a 23,000-word book. And it was just that consistency. And sometimes I would come in and I would write my 500 words and I go, yeah, that's enough for today. And other times I could come in and I could write 1,500 words and it would make up for the days that I didn't write. Because once I'm in flow, I find for me it keeps flowing. And when that flow stops, don't fight it. Let it be. Come back to it tomorrow or come back to it later in the day. It adds up very quickly. (laughs) It's really so true, like, I've been writing fiction story. Then so uh, one day I can write like two chapters. Another day, next day, I can't think of anything at all. So I didn't write. Mm. Then I rest for a while. Then say, okay, the, the feeling come in again. Then I write again. So yes. it's not like every day you need to write something. But if you mm. can, just write. Yeah. So it's like a progress. And the other things that 
my mentor told me, let's just set aside 30 minutes a day. It doesn't have to be hours. Set aside 30 minutes a day, come in, set up. If it's happening, it'll happen. If it's not happening, come back the next day or later in the day. For 30 minutes, you'd be surprised how many words you can get out in 30 minutes. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it can be. <laughs> so fun. Okay. Actually, uh, like, I think I've been interviewing a few people this week and I realised that like a lot of people, they have dreams, they have passion, they have a lot of life story, but they didn't put down in the book and they didn't share, they just keep it to themselves. And actually, like one example is my mother, like I see her, like she's a strong, strong woman, right? So she's been, she's a single mother and she looked after me and my sister. And I see her in her career, she fall, like because of the, I think the economy crashes. Mm-hmm. Don't know, I forget which, which year is it? 198 or something. Then she lost her job. She went to study and she came back up again. Now she's in a manager position again. So I see her like my role model. Like, oh my God. Like, how can someone feel so terribly like out of job and nothing at all? And she still can just rise back to the same position as she was previously, just like that. So yep. I, find very, yeah, <laughs> I find it very ins- inspirational, like, wow, her story is something that can be shared to people who have failure, have setbacks, and how mm-hmm. she managed to pull through, because I saw it in, with my own eyes, even though it took a while, but yes, it's, it's a step that she made to climb back up. So, I mean, like you ladies and gentlemen has been writing books and and maybe I can help my mother to write a book. <laughs> like, because people don't really, you only have that mindset of thinking when you mix with the right uh, kind of mastermind group. Like people mm-hmm. like you, I know Jayma, then that's why I know David, then I know you and Trees. So then, then we are so-called in the same um, mastermind group. That's why we are able to, you know, learn from each another and grow together. But some people may not have this opportunity to have this like so-called, like they are not open to being online. They are afraid mm-hmm. of uh, like a lot of scammer, you know, old people. I mean, like, older generation people, they feel that online is scam or there's a lot of people trying to bluff you. Yeah. Yeah, that thinking. So, so she's, I think my mother is just, like, working and working and working, but she didn't fulfill her dream, I feel. So, maybe I want to bring a step forward to help her, maybe Mm. turn it into a book. Do you know what her dream was? Um, Do you know I didn't ask her. Maybe I should ask her. Like maybe I should interview her, ask a few questions, yeah. <laughs> and turn it into her life story book. I mean, she will be happy if she have her own book, right? Like, I mean, I'm not sure. Yeah, I see you guys are so inspirational. Like, a book is a book means leaving a legacy behind, and everyone has their own unique story to share, and your story Absolutely. can help someone in their life so if it resonates with one person if it helps one person see something differently if it helps one person 
taken action and a step forward towards their dream, our job is done. Yes. After going through, like interviewing people, I have like these different ideas, like how to help more people and also mm-hmm. inspire more people. I mean, like I love doing interview, like having podcast show because it always brings out the inner uh, fire in me. I I've been like trying to hide behind the scene. Then after interview, like you guys, amazing people, I start to feel inspired again. <laughs> So well, that's great. That's great. You know, in, and in that book that we shared, um, there were a lot of first-time writers in that group. And, and like I said, I've actually had four book launches in the last two weeks. Um, I had two on the 22nd of February and one was called An Inspired Life and the other one was called Gratitude, The Journey of the Soul and then our shared book, and then last night, night before, (laughs) I've lost track, it was My Voice Volume 4, which has actually come out of Singapore. And so here I am sitting in Brisbane writing for a company in Singapore. Wow. And it's, you know, so it's available on Amazon now as well. So Like I said, I've had four in two weeks and there's another book where I'm a contributing author. It's coming out in Mother's Day, my Mother's Day here in Australia, so that will be early May and that one's around a mother's journey. So in each book that I've been a contributing author to, my topic has been very different. Uh, Last, the one, my voice, I talk about what is success. In Gratitude, A Journey of the Soul, it's how I practice gratitude and what gratitude means to me. In An Inspired Life, I talk about aspiring to inspire, like you're saying, you know, you talk to all these other people and you get inspired. And if I can inspire somebody else, thank you very much, universe, that sort of thing. So um, other Chapters I've done in Business Warriors, I talk about perception and my my chapter in that is called Reality Check. And I talk about if you keep looking at the same things in the same way, you'll get the same results. So it's about being able to change your uh, perception. In Change Makers, um, I wrote a chapter in there about how I have influenced or impacted others. And I had my own meetup group that I'd started from scratch how I brought women together, business women, women aspiring to be in business, women who'd been in business for a long, long time, to support, encourage and collaborate. And that's how I was able to make a difference in that community. Then I did a book called I Did It, and that was around mindset. And in that book, I talk about how I went from being a non-running person to running half marathons because it was my mindset that I had to change. I also had to have fitness. I also had to have the nutrition. I also had to have the hydration. I had to wear the right shoes. I had to wear the right clothes. But it all came down to mindset. And I was in a book with Trish, and that was called Forever Changed by Suicide. And that's how the passing of my brother impacted me. So it's my story. I can't tell his story. Um, So it's my story, how his passing impacted on me. And then another one that I did was called Mothers Making a Difference. And in that, my chapter was actually called Who Am I? 
And it's more about identity because as women, we tend to label ourselves as I am a mum, I am a teacher, I am a nurse, I am this, I am that. So my chapter was very different. Everybody had sort of told their stories about they may have had children who had disabilities and they've started a foundation or how they've been able to um, still set up a business and have all these other things going on in their lives. But my story was about identity and that women are so much more than I am. So that was that one. And uh, my very first book, my book, was called My Time to Shine. And it was it was a brief like I said, it's only 23,000 words. I shouldn't say only. It's a 23,000-word book. But, again, I share my journey from childhood to 60 years of age. And, like I said, it, it's a little, little legacy that I can leave behind for my children and my grandchildren. So I found my passion. It took me a while, but I got there. Wow. Actually, I have no passion in writing, but I'm not sure like what happened. I just started writing fiction story. Then from there, I signed saying, why not I write my story since when I'm young until now? Like, I have, like, maybe just to share, like, a little bit about how I go through, like, from young age, taking, uh, looking after my sister, because my mother is busy working, so we are left alone at home so I have have to be the one to take care of everything in the house before my mother come back so at a really young age I really like already very independent myself and how I go through like everything like what is my mindset during that time I even write my own diary so I lucky lucky I still have that that little diary last time when I write so I can like flip through and see what was my mindset yeah. at that point of time and maybe screenshot some of it and put it in that book I mean like I mean, I'm not sure maybe it can inspire maybe children maybe young teenager maybe adult or maybe yeah so mm. I'm very happy you to can start it. writing it now you can keep adding to it year after year if you want to volume one <laughs> volume two <laughs> like what <Yeah>. you did <laughs> <laughs> you know mine was um, a shortened version of 60 years um, my mum read it and she said, I don't remember some of that. And I said, yes, but you're 90, mum. <laughs> <laughs> my memory was a little bit younger. So, you know, and my brother read it and um, he it said it brought back some great memories for him and my kids read it. So, Wow. Yeah. yeah. So that was, I really wrote that one for me. Uh, but again, it, it had a, it has a theme, of course. Um, we we all play roles throughout our lives, you know, different roles. Like you played big sister, housekeeper, you know, looking after everything whilst yeah. your mum was working. You know, I played the role of little sister, daughter, auntie, you know, wife, mum, grandmother. Um, defence service personnel, retail person, banking officer. I played all of those roles and all of those roles have made me into the person that I am today, but they don't define me. It's not I'm just this or I'm just that. I've done a multitude of things. I've been very fortunate in that I've been able to travel, um, not as much as I'd like, 
getting there. <laughs> Still got a few more years in me. But I've had some wonderful experiences. So all of those roles that I've played have made me who I am, but they don't define me. Terry is not defined by an, an experience or an event or anything like that. Terry is such a complex web of all of that. So, yeah. Wow. Actually, quite interesting, <laughs> your story and like your sharing. I hope our audience is able <laughs> to gain some insights and start writing a book or, you know, do something to inspire. Ghostwriter. <laughs> yes. So the the topic that you want to share, I'm not sure have you touched on it during our conversation. So it's like living life by choice, not by expectation of others. And what is success? Again, I've been very fortunate. My dad was, I think, wise beyond his years and, and time on on this earth, in that he never expected me just to do girl things. I had two older brothers, so I got taught how to mow the lawn. I got taught how to fix cars. I got taught how to, um, you know, work in the yard or throw a shovel or all of those sorts of things, as did my boys get, uh, sorry, my brothers get taught how to do the washing up and how to do the ironing and do the washing. So there was no boy, girl, boy, uh, sorry, girl jobs, boy jobs. My dad was just like, the chores have to be done. So everybody gets into it. He never had an expectation of me that uh, because I was a girl, I would only get to a certain level of of education. He encouraged me to continually learn. He didn't have an expectation that I would go into a a female-dominated employment area. I finished high school and said, Dad, I'm joining the Defence Forces. He said, okay, stay safe. You know where home is if you need it. So, uh, you know, he was never that way inclined. So... I've got to give acknowledgement to my dad. And my mum was the same. She was um, quite a scholastic young lady in her time. But both of them encouraged me to be an avid reader, to learn, to try new things. Um, So, and I think growing up with that, I hope I've passed that on to my boys and my grandchildren in that just because I have a vision of what they may do in the future it's none of my business if they want to do something then I will encourage them to do it and I would encourage everybody not to live up the expectations of others because some people will expect you to be on top of the world every single day and life is just not like that they may expect you to go into a certain profession because that's the family line but you might hate it <laughs> so if you can live your life by your desires not by the design of somebody else or the expectations of others then your life is going to be much happier mm. and that what and that is what success is is it well for success is so many different things for some people it could be depending on their situation success for the day might be getting out of bed and being able to have a shower and a a nice breakfast. For others, success could be I wrote my first book. 
Success for others is that they've got a million dollars in the bank. Success could be that they're happy living at home, not working, enjoying their crafts and their hobbies and looking after family. Success is so many different things. And um, that's my chapter in My Voice, Volume 4, is what is success? Because it means so much and so many different things to so many different people. There's not just one explanation for success. Wow. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I, I know, like, success. So, like, usually we need to ask ourselves, what's your definition of success means to you? So this is a question that everyone needs to ask. And like what you say, if people can have, they, they want, they success, they define success by having million dollars in a bank. Some people define success when they get married, they find the right one. And mm. they found the love of their life. That's success to them because many people go through different things and they want different things in life. Yeah. So about not leaving the expectation. Well, I, I love the story that your dad asked you to do the, the guy's <laughs> chore, then the boys yeah. do the girl's chore, like exchange of responsibility. And we, yeah, he just he just did not have this boy girl, um, boy girl job. It was we've all live in this house. Everybody pitches in, so I'm, I'm very fortunate in that respect. Yeah, learned lots of things. <laughs> that was fun. So, uh, sharing a little bit of Asia culture. So Asia culture is more of a very protective. So my mother is very protective. Like when I need to go to camp, camping or go overseas, she will say, no, cannot, cannot go. It's dangerous. I'm not there for you. So it's more of like very close. Like they're very protective over their children. So there's a lot of things that I didn't really try, but I did manage to... Try it when I'm older. Yeah, so it's good. <laughs> like all the, yeah. So, yes. So, any last things that you want to share before we end the, the interview? Any last words for our audience to inspire them? To, Everybody's like, got a story inside them. And if you can't find that story, reach out. There's people like me, there's ghostwriters available that can get the story out of you and get it written. And you can then share it whichever way you want. Well, okay. So where can, maybe on share, like where can people find you and buy your book? So I think you share me with all the links, right? So I will I paste I all the, yeah, I will share all yeah, the, the links. The website's probably the best, connectwithin.com.au. Oh, connectreading.com.au. Okay, so I will post all the the links in the description for our audience to get to uh, find you okay. and reach out to you and ask you questions and ask, yeah, meet friends with you. <laughs> yeah. That'd okay. be great. That'd be great. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, fast forward, thank you for tuning in to this episode. I hope you guys have been enjoying all the episodes uh, for the past one year. And it's my one year anniversary for Fast Forward Entrepreneur Journey. And as a thank you gift for supporting my um, podcast show for so long, uh, me and Jima, my friend, my best buddy, has just done a f- 
a lesson on how you can build your online course or program in 14 days and we'll be giving the free the first lesson for free so if you really want to get the first lesson for free you can just email me or join my facebook group impact lifestyle entrepreneur i'll paste all the link in the description and so that you can get the, the lesson for free so continue to support my channel thank you so much i appreciate you guys so much and i hope you guys enjoy every episode that i have launched and yes i'll continue to bring you more more like episode so that you can fast forward on your entrepreneur journey thank you